Welcome to the Certified Sneaker Boys podcast. Today, in front of me, I have Youngboy Water, aka JM, and the other side of the mic, we have it's me, Swaggy P, aka Just Paolo. Um, so today, JM, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about NBA. No, just joking. We're not, not going to NBA. Talk about not today. NBA. Not today. <laughs> We're going to be talking about their shoes, though, and reselling. Reselling, mm-hmm. sneaker reselling. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's weird because a lot of people I feel have been pointing out like, oh, like reselling, like oh, that's new. You're new to the game, like oh, reselling is new. Like no, man, like reselling has, like sneaker reselling has been around for as long as I can remember, man. Like I think it's because of the whole Jordan documentary and like this whole tiktok hype beast kind of culture like everyone's going onto this wave trying to flip shoes yeah but bro we not me okay maybe me <laughs> but man it's been done for the longest time you know it's nothing new it's nothing crazy it's the same thing but different shoes you know what i mean uh but what's what did you want to talk about jane why do you want to talk about sneaker reselling today look part of it's gotta go to my brother's collection you know, being his brother, what's his is <laughs> yeah. mine, and he got so many pairs of J's, so many pairs of um, unused Adidas shoes. Even he even the some, Adidas Nike basketball yeah, stuff as well. He got yeah. some limited editions there, and I'm just like, you know, I asked him, like, dude, you ever think about, like, selling this stuff? You know, yeah. you can really make a lot of money from this, because a lot of these um, shoes, you know, they don't make anymore. Yeah. And a lot of them you get from other places as well. Yeah. So some of them he got from Japan. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're Japan, uh, Japan editions that they didn't sell here in Australia, and I'm just like, dude, like, yeah, this is money sitting right here. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember like I looked at his closet real quick, and this was before he moved out. He had some like, he had some Jordan Twelves just sitting, yeah. dead stuff. You could lick the bottoms. Don't lick the bottoms unless you're JM. <laughs> no, but um yeah he had some like mocha threes and i yeah. was just so surprised i'm like dude like i haven't seen these before and he's just like and he's not really on social media like that he doesn't really he's not into that whole flex culture showing off the shoes that he got but like he's just like bro yeah i just got them i haven't worn them i'm just waiting for the time but it's been years now and i'm just thinking well are you ever gonna wear them and he's just like oh, i'm not too sure so it's interesting to hear that that he may look at selling them or He's not too sure, yeah. is he? He's not he, he, like um his whole plan with him is to uh he's not, he's not going to use him ever. Yeah. So he's going to put like uh, a room a designated room in his house right. where he's going to put shelvings and all that then he's going to frame these things. Oh, okay. No, that's yeah. cool. If that's it's for cool, like yeah. aesthetic art pieces, I can yeah. totally get that. I I'm into that as well. But the thing is they've been sitting at the house in in his old house, my house right now. I think for over a year now. Yeah. You really ain't touch them. Ain't even look at them. Right. Yeah, so I'm just like, dude, if you're not going to use these, you know, if you don't have any plan for these, you know, I think it's better to sell them. Because, dude, he got gym rents just sitting there. He got the Mocha 3s. Right. Just sitting there. Then he got um, this Icy Yeezy. I don't know what it's called. Then okay. he got, yeah, he got the two pairs of uh, James Harden. But he's not really, ones. like, reselling them. He's just, nah, like, nah. it's his personal collection. He's looking to let it go, and it's kind of hard to justify selling them for retail when they're going for three times the amount that they're going for. Yeah. At the moment, I think StockX has been very great, uh, but also toxic in a way. 
because now there's like a proper market before you had to source your prices from like ebay as well as marketplace gumtree if you're in america craigslist as well now there's like actual like kind of stock market for these guys which is crazy and the whole reselling thing how do you feel that it's okay for people or that it should be a thing where people line up or enter raffles for shoes they don't want to get just to sell them at a higher price for profit because these guys are not the manufacturer they don't handle with any of the branding or marketing of it they literally just purchase a limited or scarce item yeah um yeah about that like I think it's unfair for the people who actually do want the sneakers, who are actually yeah. going to use them. Um, and the only way for them to get them if they lose is yeah. to pay for it for a higher price. But also, um, for these people who do do resell, mm-hmm. I think if that's their only way of income. Yeah. Or it has become yeah, their Yeah, it has way become their own, only way of income. I think it's... I it's... mean, it's their hustle, you know? You can't really... I, it's not for me to say that it's it's like wrong. Yeah, it's wrong for them to do it. Yeah, it's two sides of a coin, man. You know, it's, it's interesting. Like, okay, so I'll, I'll show you. I'll share you a story, and I kind of want your insight on this. Right? Yeah. Like, my little sister, she's thirteen, and she's really into Nike Dunks, Jordans, and I think it's because of my influence and like growing up around like a basketball like family, especially. My dad's very big on the Kobe, the Kobe line. He wears that religiously. But um, yeah, she really wanted these pairs of uh, Dunk, Dunk Highs, just like the Panda ones. And, you know, and, you know, these guys are supposed to be retailing around like 150 Australian dollars, right? Or at least I think for the lows. And these guys were like reselling for 280, at least at a consignment shop. And I was thinking, you know, I really want my sister to have these shoes because she really wants them. And. For those that don't know, like she plays like interstate basketball, like first string. She's won MVPs before. She's like top of her classes and stuff. And you know, she works really hard and she's a good kid. And I just want to kind of reward her. Reward her, right? Give her a present. Yeah. And I know how much she's into like aesthetic, aesthetics and fashion. She's starting to wear like um, distressed denim and like baggy jeans and then like box t naruto sasuke shirts and stuff because that's like her era which is so cool but like, yeah i really wanted to get her these shoes and then i looked at the prices i know i could have got them cheaper but i went to the consignment shop and i was just thinking you know what i might just buy these for her and then i was just thinking like wow this is a lot for a kid's shoe yeah 280 dollars for a kid's shoe mine keep in mind this is not my kid i'm just her older brother but i'm like and I've moved out and everything. I'm like $280 out of my pocket. And I'm just like, it's just crazy because there's such a crazy demand for these. But, you know, it seems like if you want to play the game of sneakers and stuff, you have to, if you want to be in the game, you have to play the game. You know what I mean? Because being a sneakerhead, I feel like, is a expensive It's hobby. expensive as hell, man. And, um, you know, you don't want to rely on your linear income to make these expensive purchases. So I think with the whole sneaker culture, if you're able to buy shoes and then give them to your mate for retail or a little bit higher than retail, then that's like, that's the hookup. That's, that's awesome. But when you're like flipping sneakers like two times the price, 
like it sucks but i can understand that because that is the game and that yeah. has always been yeah. the game i feel like people are just complaining about it now but it's literally always been like that there's just been such a great fluctuation in price for shoes because of one the last dance uh kanye moving to adidas it's just that's just part of it now and the prices have just jumped up higher and that's the reality of it um so for me for example i kind of looked at it and i was just like you know what i'm going to i'm going to do this you know not like yeah I, actually no i'm going to be honest with myself i was like i'm going to become a sneaker reseller but i'm going to try to do it in a kind of authentic way meaning that i don't buy bots i don't buy those bots for raffles yeah i simply just log in myself to nike or for example foot locker and i just try my best i i also try to always get my size so i feel true to myself and then if i actually genuinely don't like the shoe or i just can't fit the colorway with any of my outfits then i'll sell it at the higher price um but that's just me right so yeah instead of getting like uh you know the bots and all that getting different sizes yeah because i think there's something different if you're trying to get it um with just one user account like that's fair game but if you're paying all this money and you're getting all these bots and you're getting all these shoes just to flip i feel like yeah you like a size 10 but you get a size 8 that size 8 could have been to someone else's that actually really wanted the shoes yeah and look for those that do resell for those that do use bots there's no hate on you guys I'm just trying to kind of explain and justify the reason why I resell shoes because I have like another bank account open. Uh, I have my spreadsheet up. So the I've broken even as well. So the amount that I've initially invested into reselling, I've made back and put back into my savings account. And right now I'm looking around seven to eight pairs of shoes that are just sitting dead stock to sell. And I'm and they're just most of them are just Jordans anyway. And there is like a couple ways of reselling where you can just sit on it, wait for the value to go up and then sell, or you can just sell it as quick as you can, um, just so you can get profit, just so you can keep playing with that money coming in and out. So it's like a loop, right? But yeah, that's that's just me. So I have a bank account for it. Um, I don't know how to He has it. a bank for it. <laughs> no, no, I have a bank account for it. But like essentially I'm just using this bank account and the money's just going to keep piling up, piling up, piling up. And then eventually I could even use that for a house deposit or a deposit for a new car, for a loan. And it, and this all came from just loving sneakers and I think there's no shame in that. I think it's just it's a bit tricky when you start using bots and all these different kind of distribution channels getting that. If you got a friend that works at Nike, um that's great, but when they start like backdooring and stuff, I'm just like, man, like you know, there are some kids that want these shoes and I feel yeah. like everyone should have... I think my point about it is everyone should have a fair shot at a shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it, man. Yeah. It starts to become unfair when most of the market goes to you. Yeah. Yeah, is that... Is that yeah, that's... Yeah, dude. I mean, like... If I really wanted to get a particular shoe, let's say Jordan 5s. Right. Right? Really, like, um, the only way to get them for me now is because the market is so crowded with, like, these bots and these resellers. The only way for me to get them is if I pay a higher price for them. Yeah. Because most of the time when they release, um, you know, in stores or online, yeah. online is definitely going to be, you know, mo- most of the people that's going to get them. It, 
let's say we're they're not gonna use that. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not gonna use it. They're gonna resell it because it's a it's a market for you to gain profit on, and I think people are using that chance to like yeah gain more money. What I do love though. Um, in particular with Yeezy and the Jordan brand, they have been like mass producing some of their colorways. Instead of limited runs. Yeah. yeah, like of course there will be like those collabs that are limited and understandably as well. Um, but like for example, like the Jordan Toro 5s, Carmine 6s, and then the Jordan 4 Fire Reds that have released recently. Like I was able to get all of them like no struggle or anything. And I did find out that they did make a lot of these guys here. And that's great because, you know, everyone can have act the, all the OG heads that want that Nike Air in the back. They can have access to it. Those guys that want to resell it, like, they can still flip it. And if they want to wait a little bit more, they can still flip it. I mean, they can still sell it even higher. Kanye, though, one thing, I think he said that in 2016, that he wanted everyone to have a pair of Yeezys. And that's kind of coming true now. One of my favorite shoes from Kanye, which I don't even have yet, is the Yeezy Quantum Basketball Shoes. Yeah. I just love that, you know, the aesthetic of it, as well as maybe just wearing some like cargo shorts with it. And plus, like me and you, we're hoopers, right? So it's kind of within our our theme yeah. of like the way we wear stuff anyways. Our realm. <laughs> our kind of realm, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, just having access to it. Like they're going for right now, like $250 to $300. Yeah. They're even selling below resale. Which is great, but like Yeez, even like the Yeezy like V2s and stuff, although they are like still up there in price, they're just making like a lot of colorways. So resale is a little bit higher, but it's not too high, but it's hard to kind of justify picking it up, especially when retail on it is already $340 Australian. But it's just nice to know like you can just pick it up. Yeah. If you wanted to pay resale in it, you don't have to pay too much. Like anyone can get it. Anyone can be a fan there's no longer this kind of like mute like this exclusive kind of community or group where only the cool people will get it because like they know the know-how but now it's like you can just get it um yeah yeah i mean like at the end of the day shoes are shoes but there's just these special colorways that you really want to match your fit with yeah you want to get them and it's just good and yeezys um yeah. in adidas uh way of selling these things is yeah. that they're producing more. Yeah. So there's more chances for people to get them at that um, regular price. Yeah, of course, price man. Instead of paying double. Yeah. Which I don't want to do. Yeah. But I got them. <laughs> you know the um, Lightning 4s that came out? Yeah, the I will Jordan 4s, yeah. I will be honest. I picked up three pairs of them. Initially, I won one pair from Foot Locker in yeah. my size. And I had a... I won't say no names but i have a friend that works at a particular place that was able to get me a pair of shoes um and this is not backdooring or anything this is with the shoes sitting and he's just like oh i've got them in store do you want me to pick it up and i was like please in my size i will buy it. Uh, i will send you the money right now and which turned out great because the one that i got from Foot Locker, the toe box was kind of off like it was a b grade yeah it was so, a little bit i think i saw the pair yeah, it was a little it, bit of a different color yeah, it's not it's not like crazy yeah, noticeable, not, but yeah. to a sneakerhead and you're very nitpicky about details and you're investing this type of money, then I was just like, I was really appreciative because I get to keep the pair that my friend gave me, which is more meaningful because it's one of the homies, and I can get rid of the Foot Locker one, or I can just keep that on ice so when I beat up my first pair and six years down the track, I can have a fresh pair. And then I saw them sitting at another Foot Locker just in like the mall, and I was like, oh, I have to pick this up at a size 11. 
because I actually have another friend that is trying to hit me, uh, hook me up with a pair of Oregon Fives. Shout out to him. And I was thinking maybe I can just do a straight up swap. He looks out for me, I look out for him. And I think that's important in the sneaker community to just look out for each other. But in saying that, my girlfriend, we, when we were at the Foot Locker, she was just like, oh, I, I want a pair as well like to sell. And I'm like, there's no shame in like, if you want to flip it, that's fine. Because she's really into her Jordans as well. She's starting, she got the Fire Red 5s. She has picked up the Amamania 3s. And she's noticed that this hobby is expensive. And I'm like, look, if you kind of want some kind of way to pay for all these shoes, just pick up some shoes. If you want to, you can flip them or trade them. Use them as trade bait, you know, for something that you really want. And I think that's important as well. So reselling shoes, if you're using it for as kind of a way to pay for all your expensive hobbies and shoes as well, then I I'm cool with that. It's just, yeah, when you do it, uh, what's the word? Unethic? It's not, it's not really unethical. Was it unethical? I'm not too sure. But if you're just picking it up and you're using bots and stuff, that's when I yeah. kind of like, I feel like everyone should have a fair shot. And if you win it and you can do whatever you want with it, you know what I mean? But if, when you I start using when, yeah. bots, it's just... I think it's yeah. when you try to get the majority of the supply, you know, yeah. just to sell for your own. Then then it's, it yeah. seems kind of bad. If you just, you know, if you just buy one pair... And then if you see another pair, you buy it since no, it's just sitting there. That's okay. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it it hurts, especially when I have to pay like two eighty for my little sister's like dunk highs. But that's the game, and it's always been like that. It's literally always been like that. I started getting into sneakers. I think um, more like basketball, like basketball for sure. Like 2013, 2013 yeah, like the Kobe eights for sure. That got me into shoes. Even going back to like even the older Jordan, I mean, um, like Dwayne Wade models from 06. But the thing is, is like, I don't really count it because I didn't spend my own money on it. It was like gifts from my parents yeah. and stuff. But when you're spending your own coin, it's a bit different. Um, so I came in around, I would say, 2015, 2016. This is when even like Adidas tubulars. Do you remember the tubulars? Yeah, I remember because um, I had to go to the hospital for them. That, what? What? I'll tell you a story later, but you know. Yeah. It involves my CEO name. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> CEO of Ankle Sprain? Yeah. Nah, but yeah, it was around that era and like paying resale on Jordan 1s back then, like you'd only pay like 350 400 and these were for... Actually, 2017, I remember that the Storm Blue Jordan 1s were sitting, right? Hang on, let me find my phone real quick. Yeah, Storm Blue Jordan 1s um, in my size, yeah, reselling. Yeah, 350 around 400 and now when I look at them, they're up to the $1,000, $1,300 mark. And I'm just like, whoa. And I know this is because of the Last Dance documentary on Michael Jordan. I feel like that that scene where he was in the New York Knicks, when he was up against the New York Knicks at, um, at the Garden, and he was wearing those Chicago ones in his last game there. I was, well, supposedly his last game, because he did come back 0-3-0-4 to the Wizards. I remember just seeing them and I'm like, oh my god, I need these, man. Like, they look so fire. I feel the reason why I'm really into Jordans as well is because of how iconic they are. And you can literally, uh, you can bring, that, bring them out any point in time yeah. and they will still look good. I don't want to kind of pick up what's hot and then like it not age well. And I'm like, and then when I look at them, I kind of regret 
So even like Ultra Boost, when I look at Ultra Boost, I just think of 2016, yeah. Life of Pablo vibes, you know. So it always good time. But the newer Ultra Boost they've been releasing as well, like the they've been kind of changing the silhouette around. Like I'm I'm kind of not messing with it. But if I see someone with like Ultra Boost 1.0 or 2.0s from that kind of era, I'm like, yeah, respect. Yeah, like yeah. you get the nod, buddy. With the red and black. Yeah, that's yeah, it, man. With white, black, red, um, blue. Yeah. Where's your phone? Nah, it's right. definitely keep, not hearing me. Let's keep going, bro. So, do you think you'd ever go into like maybe sneaker reselling or anything like that? I don't think I will, you know, because I definitely like experienced like, you know, buying um, the UNC 4s. I had to pay like, what, 500 You were so happy, but you were so yeah. hurt. Because, <laughs> you know, it, you're happy that you got the shoe, right? Right, right. But you're so hurt that it cost that much to acquire it. Right, right. And so, like, um, feeling that way, I was definitely happy, but it hurt more because I had to pay that much for it. And it sucked because I had a chance to get them at, a reg- like, the retail price. Yeah, and that's... But I lost. Yeah. And so I don't want to, you know, give that exact, um, what's this called, feeling to someone else if I do resell. Right. It's it's hard too now because when you see a shoe sit and you kind of like it, it's like, oh, I don't know if I should pick it up or not. Yeah. And you're just like, in the, at the back of your mind, you're just like, nah, holy crap. Like, I got to pick these up now before they go up to like four or $500 yeah. later when you really want them. Yeah. So that's why I sometimes I just pick them up and then like I just let them sit in my closet for a bit and I really kind of think, do I really want these? Like for example, the um, Jordan 5, I think they're called the top three with like the grape colorway, the metallic, and then the, uh, I think it's the fire red colorway as well. Could be wrong, probably wrong. But um, it's just like they fuse all these like OG colorways into one. And I was like, I don't know if I really want these. So I bought them anyways. I was going to flip them so I could buy something I really want. But then I ended up keeping them, which turned out great, you know. And it kind of sucks like it's come to that as yeah. sneakerheads. You're just because, like, I got to like, buy yeah. now before the value Even retail up. is expensive as hell. Right. And with that retail money- is, ex- dude, yeah. retail is, exp- it's dangerous because now I think like if I buy something for like a hundred, like, Nah, like Jordans go for two eighty. It's not that much, but hundred bucks is a lot. You know? Yeah, because when you look at you, when you look at things now as adults, right, right, we have bills to pay for. Yeah, uh, definitely you with the house and everything. Dude, I um, moved out and I'm just you know, like, wow, this fuel is expensive. So hobby. expensive. Yeah, you know, um, there's just so much responsibility to use without money as well. Right. So yeah, it's hard when the only choices you have is either to pay more. Or to pay $300 for retail just so you get that shoe now instead of paying more for it. like Yeah. Yeah. It's money, man. It's but it's, money, it's cool. Like, I think that's the importance of having like a strong or like a really cool group or like a nice kind of sneaker community. Because you guys can look out for each other and stuff. So, for example, like I got the Jordan 13 Flints uh, in the US 8. And I knew for sure, like, I got my pair and I, I still haven't worn mine to this day. Like, I'm still looking for the right occasion to wear them, right? The quality on them is amazing. I think it's my favorite Jordan 13 uh, colorway, especially as well. But I had to pick up the 8 just because I saw it sitting there and I knew it was going to be worth something. So I could use that money to play around with maybe yeah. some 11s or something in the future. But these 8s, I had them for a whole year and then I was going to sell them. They're up for consignment, I think, for like 380 or $400. 
And yeah, JM, aka Youngboy Water in front of me, he was just like, bro, after this big Sneakerland event here in Perth, WA. Yeah. We saw some Chicago's, we saw some nice OG colorways, OG color blockings. He just came up to me and he was just like, bro, I need them. And I'm like, oh man, like, yeah. And I I just couldn't sell it back to him for um, retail just because I held it for so long. Yeah. But I also could not make my brother pay like 380, 400 on them. So I'm like, look, you know what? I got you. I got you for 300, man. Got you. 300 or 310? Like, I think it was 310 310 okay before, 310 yeah. so it was 30 bucks over retail and that's like you're basically paying me 30 bucks to hold it for over a year which I think is quite reasonable and this is dead stock can lick the bottoms and everything but like stuff like that I feel like it's good to be in like that kind of community so you can just help each other out like I've got a guy I think I mentioned earlier yeah giving me a pair of Oregon 5s worn once right now they're going for like 420 bucks but he said to give it to me for retail I'm gonna see if I can maybe give him some like lightning fours or something like yeah. that yeah, Help nah, the, yeah, like, uh, shout out to Paolo for that swaggy P. Yeah, I use them now, you know, like, I take care of them. The 13 is definitely my favorite silhouette. Oh, I your got, favorite silhouette? Yeah, yeah I got, for I sure. I got two right? 13s now, the Royals. The Royals, Which yeah, is one it. of the shoes that I actually won. Oh, my goodness. For retail. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, so happy with that. I'm keeping that for reals. I used it once or twice, uh, but then most I swear around the house. Would you, would you hoop in it? Yes. Okay, what um what Jordan silhouette would you kind of see yourself hooping in? I definitely wear the thirteens for hooping. Yeah, I think the twelves feel good. Twelves um, do feel good. Twelves do uh, feel good. The full length, zo- uh, not zoom, but air. Yeah, it feels really nice. Yeah. Um I got like the twelve CP three edition, yeah. um the two thousand three class of two thousand three that colorway. Yeah. Yeah, um, wearing around the house, you break it in and then you wear it outside. It's really comfortable. Like over time, it's I mean it's it's air. Right. Right. It's, it feels like, um, the cushioning feels like the Air Max 97s. 97s. For the 13s? Yeah. Uh, for the 12s. For the 12s. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit more cushion in the fore, forefront of the foot, right? A little bit, yeah. A little bit more, right. But it's yeah. mostly flat. But I get you, I get you. For me, I think like the 14s, like I haven't personally tried a pair on, but they just... Because they don't look like crazy high where it will compromise like uh, like lateral movement or anything like maybe the six would. But just keep in mind, guys, me, me, and, me and young boy water here, we're under like five nine. So we're not like lengthy dudes that yeah, dude. need these high cut shoes. But yeah, I'm thinking maybe the 14s. Yeah, I'm your typical Filipino height and shape and build. But it's, it's nice to see that you're wearing those Jordan 13s. And I appreciate you like not selling those Jordan 13 flints. Because you know you can flip them for like like probably like four hundred bucks yeah. right now, um, so there's like kind of this uh, unspoken rule about giving homies shoes. Like you just don't give away shoes yeah. that were kind of given to you at a good price or as a present, and then um, you flip them up. Yeah, it's but kind of disrespect. Like, disrespect. Yeah, yeah, but you but you wear your Jordan thir- like thirteens yeah. and stuff. Like for me, it's been str- like because like the synthetic leather they use on the tongue is a bit like a uh, squeaky if you're breaking them out for the first time and yeah. I haven't really broken them out yet I've only really tried them on but yeah I think I've reached this point in my life where I used to have like there's I have a relatively kind of big collection I would say but I used to have even more shoes I just could not justify keeping shoes that I knew that I wasn't going to wear um, 
unless unless it's like an art piece or there's like some memories to it like for me the kobe 8 vipers or the Kyrie Chinese New Year fours. Yeah, yeah, um, the real ones. But yeah. those bread elevens, those were you know these were my grails oh, for the longest time. Yeah, <laughs> even my car keys, I always had like the little Jordan eleven bread like uh, keychain on it. But I saw them and they were beautiful. They were size eleven. I'm ten and a half, and it just wouldn't fit on me well. And when I put them on, honestly, it kind of looked like I had clown feet, and I just couldn't justify keeping a pair of shoes worth six hundred and fifty, seven hundred dollars. In my collection that I was never going to use. Sure, I could use it as an art piece, but I prefer getting something in my size. So if anyone has a US 10.5 in the Bread 11s, please hit me up. Certified sneaker boys. Certified sneaker boys. Call for <laughs> but yeah, I saw. I ended up selling them. I couldn't justify keeping them. Uh, I sold them for I think like five fifty, wow. and I paid resale on them as well. So I, this wasn't an investment or anything. I paid like three fifty at the time. Uh, then like couple like two years later, yeah, I sold them. I only made like two hundred bucks from it, but again, I wasn't trying to make money off it. But I could not also justify just selling it for three hundred and fifty dollars as well. Like, I kind of wanted to make my worth of holding them worth it, if if that makes yeah, sense. That yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, man, is is there any like sneaker stories that kind of stand out for you? Where you did you ever pay resell on a shoe and you had like a dodgy meetup or anything like that? No, not really, eh. Um, the only shoes that I like, like I keep, um, that I have, like I grail them. Not really grail them. I, I use them, you know, but I just want to keep them there. I just want to, I just want to have them survive. Right. Is my Kobe Elevens? Oh man, you have to keep them alive, man. Yeah. You have to keep them alive. Um, yeah, I think it was the Ghost Christmas Past, the green ones. Those um, the kind yeah. of vault looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know which one you mean. The Kobe One Pro Tro Blackout. Oh man, you beat them up too. Yeah, I use them for basketball. I think yeah, yeah. it's not. Hey, there's it's no not, shame in yeah, that. Yeah, it's not no a retro. Shame. It's a pro tro. Yeah. It's different from its old. But you can also part. rock that light casually too. Um, and then there's all my Jordans, of course, my twelves. Oh man, I, I so regret not getting the pro tros now. Now that they're not together, right? Yeah, I know. Eh? I'm happy I got Kobe shoes. Good investment. Good. My investment. NXTs, my Kobe. I mean, I have a, I have K, I have Kobe's, bro. My Kobe yeah. AD NXTs three sixty. That's a, that's a stupid ass name. Yeah. But it's just an amazing shoe to wear. I love it. it feels so nice. And then um. Yeah. I think I'm gonna say yeah. I th- my Kyrie's. Kyrie's. Yeah. My which, hybrids. Wait, which ones? All the hybrids. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The hybrids. I feel like give it five years. Yeah. Because Kyrie does so many crazy colorways, yeah. but they like blend in well with the silhouette that he's got like the hybrid s2s i think are very good yeah. and with his like current report right now like you know if he ever goes back to the nba yeah if he doesn't like if there's a chance that he doesn't and he does not go yeah. back to the nba what will happen with his shoe line yeah man you know like my pops and stuff right uh really big into the kobe silhouette mm. I think it was the, from my memory, Kobe 6s or the 7s. He's nah, closing his eyes I gotta, thinking about Yeah, it I'm now. actually closing my eyes. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get this right. I'm gonna say it's the Kobe 7s. No, the 6 Okay, Kobe 6s. And it was just like the Laker colorway. It was just like white and yellow, right? And like when I was like a kid, I he, he would just be like, this was like his prized kind of possession because he was a big Kobe guy as well. And he was just like, oh, you know what? You can just, you can wear these. Like, you can hoop in these. You can take these to school. This, these are yours now. And I was just like, 
oh okay and it became one of my favorite shoes and then i outgrew them and i was just like oh wow and then i got the kobe 8s and that that whole kobe lineage kind of came from my dad so then like um when i like uh like when i got a job and stuff like i saved up i looked at the american prices and i got these kobe 4 pro tros and it was like the yellow bottoms with the kind of blue nike tick as well yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah Yeah, and i I got them for him but when i looked at um the the pricing for it i think i was an american website and it was like 16180 and i was just like it's no problem man yeah and then i went to go buy it and it was like 260 i was just like oh god (laughs) damn man yeah Yeah. the conversion rate really throw you off yeah for the sneakerheads out there man like be sure you're on the australian website if you're shopping from australia or the u.s uh you know just like vice versa but back then it was um I mean, back then it would have been fine because the conversion rate, it was definitely close to each other, Australia to but US. But now, man. But now, bro, like, that's a different, that's... Ah, <laughs> uh, man, yeah, yeah but... I right, shit, yeah, that's, um, uh, that's been NBA reselling. You, you guys will, um, yeah, you guys in the future will, will hear a lot more sneaker kind of stories from us. Uh, and, you know, today we just talked about our perspective on, like, sneaker reselling, just to put it, just to kind of sum it all up, me and JM were not too big on it. I, I personally do sneaker resell myself, but I feel like I kind of do it in a fair way where I don't use bots and I'm just kind of trying for every shoe and I'm investing my own money. And if I get it, I feel like I'm free to do whatever I want with it. But usually most of the case is kind of as trade bait for shoes that I do want. Or if I'm just trying to help out another homie in the sneaker community, not trying to make them pay too much in resale. Uh, but yeah, be sure to look out for each yeah. other, guys. With that out of the way, yeah. Here's my. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the story. Okay. Just before okay. we go, I'm gonna tell you the story of how I got my name. It came from basketball. Yeah. But the reason it became it came from basketball is from my Adidas Jubilus. It was a long, long time ago, but that's Were you the hooping first. in them? Yeah, man. Like, oh, okay. Dude, yeah, it's not I a didn't. Hoop yeah. yeah, I didn't know. Anything about like you look, you know, when you get a shoe, right? Right. As a kid, when you get a shoe, you don't give, you don't give a shit about like stability, nah. you know, um, cushioning. If they look cool, traction, I will be cool. Yeah. Um. What's this called? Lockdown or whatever right, right. stuff like that. And the tubulus were basically just the shoe that I use for ba- like for basketball, for running, for school. Yeah. Every recess and lunch, you know, you go play basketball. But the reason why my ankle's so weak and how I got that nickname from basketball yeah. is because of these shoes. They were so high off the ground, their sides were rounded. Yeah. So you literally, each time you put any pressure to each lateral side, yeah. you're going you're gonna to bow off. And that's Damn. what happened, man. I, I was playing basketball at the start of school before, um, before homeroom started. And this dude did a move on me. He did a step back. And because I was trying to defend him as much as I can, you know, being the defensive player. <laughs> Patrick Beverly, yeah. Yeah, I was on. trying to defend him. I, I jumped up and I landed wrong. Yeah. And so my whole ankle, I think my left side, my left ankle just went, whoop. Look, look, yeah. Look, look. And ever since then, you know, I went to the hospital to get them checked. They were broke. I was on like, um, what's it called? Oh, crutches. Yeah, I was on crutches for like. Damn, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, I was on crutches. Um, once I got off. Yeah, they were still weak as hell. Yeah. And then... Um, you rode it again? Yeah. I was, Yeah. Because I wasn't wearing... I don't give a fuck about braces. I yeah. never wore braces. Now you do, though. Now I do. Now I wore braces. Now you I, would drive I back home up. to get them. 
Yeah. Yeah. But back then, um, after after you know it was a little bit healed. I played basketball again just for my love of it. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. this basketball. I haven't played it so long. to shoot the ball. I was wearing. <laughs> I was still wearing the shoe, and I, and I rolled it. I tweaked it again, and I was like, ah! in the same shoe. Yeah, in the same shoe. Oh, geez. that's when I learned my lesson. You know, this guy. We call, in our other group chat. We call him CEO of ankle sprain. He's a. Uh, notorious for breaking his own ankle every i remember there was this like one fast break i did like a outlet pass to you yeah open, open lane road ankle lane. then he was like guys i'm going home it's just I'm like yeah. okay guess guess which ankle Wait, left left <laughs> yeah you, you know what to be fair though you were a bit more of a bigger and chubbier guy back then you've slimmed down a lot since then and I, would you say you haven't really rolled your ankle nah, as much since then nah not as much yeah um, you're a bit you know, shiftier now i think Every time I play basketball now, it's just safety first. Nice. I, if I don't have my ankle braces, I have, I have them strapped up. Yeah. And then I have them strapped twice on my left, once on my right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, thank, thank, I think that's a good way to conclude it, man. Yeah. Take care of your ankles, guys. <laughs> and take care of your homies in the sneaker community. Yeah, sneaker community is growing. We absolutely. just want to take care of each other. And also be sure to take care of us. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram page at That's the Certified, certified Sneaker, Sneaker Boys. Boys. Be sure to like, comment, um, and interact with us on our posts. It really will help out with the algorithm. Yeah. Again, this is just me and JM's side hustles. We like to talk about our sneaker stories. And we just thought these are pretty insightful stuff and in our opinions as well on the NBA and fashion. And we just hope that, you know, we entertain you guys and really appreciate everything, guys. This has been us. We out. We out. Peace.